Good morning and welcome to Simply Science. It's Monday, February 19th. On today's show, tiny proteins hold great promise to treat Alzheimer's, according to scientists. Also, a China-led research team has pinpointed the smallest star and its ghostly lone companion. Plus, scientists suggest our universe is merging with baby universes as a possible theory of expansion. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Science. We start off with a significant leap forward in the field of neurodegenerative conditions. A new class of lab-made proteins could potentially enhance the body's defense against diseases such as Alzheimer's. Here to shed more light on this is our correspondent, Bella. Can you tell us more about these lab-made proteins and their potential impact on neurodegenerative diseases? Certainly, David. These lab-made protein polymers are designed to enhance the body's antioxidant response, which is crucial for protection against many debilitating neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and the muscle-wasting condition known as ALS. These diseases are often linked by the accumulation of highly reactive ions and chemicals within cells, which adds stress to tissues and organs. The body's natural antioxidant response is key for protection against this oxidative stress. So how do these lab-made proteins work exactly? In this research, scientists targeted the interaction between two proteins, KIAP1 and NRF2, which play a role in the body's antioxidant response. They developed a synthetic protein in the lab that inhibited NRF2's interaction with KIAP1. This process can mitigate damage in such debilitating conditions. Jeffrey Johnson, a study co-author from the University of Wisconsin-Madison, said that this novel approach holds great promise to develop disease-modifying therapies. What makes these lab-made proteins different from conventional treatments? Until now, conventional treatments using these kinds of synthetic small proteins have fallen short due to the lack of stability of these molecules and their uptake within cells. However, these newly developed small polymers mimic the body's natural proteins, ensuring they penetrate within cells, remain stable, and resist being broken down. This new approach to inhibit the KIAP1 NRF2 interaction represents a significant leap forward. And what does this mean for the future of treating diseases like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's? Nathan Gianeski, another author of the study, believes that this could be a new way to address diseases like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, where traditional approaches have struggled. Through modern polymer chemistry, they can begin to think about mimicking complex proteins. This could lead to the development of a new modality for the design of therapeutics. Bella, thanks for that promising update in the field of neurodegenerative diseases. Now, let's shift our gaze to the stars. A research team led by China has pinpointed the smallest star known to date and its ghostly lone companion. The unique binary system consists of a white dwarf and a tiny hot subdwarf, which is only seven times bigger than Earth. This discovery supports a theory proposed 20 years ago by Chinese astronomers predicting the existence of small stars in such systems. Here to delve deeper into this discovery is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Science. Can you tell us more about this tiny star and its companion? Certainly, David. The tiny star, known as a hot subdwarf, is smaller than Saturn and is located about 2,760 light-years from Earth. 
it was detected with the Tsinghua University Mahuateng Telescope for Survey, or TMTS. The star, dubbed TMTS J0526b, has a mass one-third the size of our sun and burns helium with a surface temperature of 2,500 Kelvin, or 2,226.85 degrees Celsius. And what about its companion? The companion, J0526a, is a white dwarf that's too dim to be observed directly. However, its existence is confirmed because its gravitational pull has deformed J0526b from a spherical to an egg-shaped structure. The two stars orbit each other every 20 minutes. This discovery seems to support a theory proposed by Chinese astronomers two decades ago. Can you elaborate on that? Yes, the theory proposed that tiny, lightweight stars could form via mass exchange within a binary system. This discovery provides the first direct observational evidence supporting that theory. How was this discovery made? The discovery was made using the TMTS, which uses an array of four optical telescopes to continuously search for transient objects in the sky. By 2023, TMTS had obtained the photometric data of more than 27 million stars. The research team identified J526 for further study because it has the fastest brightness variation, making it stand out from the rest. The observations were then confirmed with larger telescopes, including the Kekai Telescope in Hawaii and the Gran Telescopio Canarias in Spain. What's the significance of this discovery for future research? The researchers believe that the next generation of space-based gravitational wave detectors being built in Europe and China will be able to detect this exotic binary system. The system could radiate gravitational waves at millihertz frequency as its component stars orbit around each other. This discovery also challenges previous beliefs that red dwarfs were the smallest of all stars. Thanks for that fascinating discovery, Abby. Speaking of fascinating discoveries, astronomers have proposed a new theory to explain why our universe is expanding at an accelerating rate. While it's widely accepted that the universe is expanding, the exact process is not as well understood. Dark energy is often cited as the driving force behind this expansion. However, a new study published in the Journal of Cosmology and Astroparticle Physics suggests that the universe's expansion could be driven by merging with smaller, baby universes. Here to delve into this further is our correspondent, Michael. Can you tell us more about this theory? Certainly, David. The study's lead author, Jan Ambjorn, suggests that the accelerated expansion of our universe might have a simple intuitive explanation, the merging with so-called baby universes. This theory, according to Ambjorn, might fit data better than the standard cosmological model. Could you explain what the standard cosmological model is? The standard cosmological model is the main theory of cosmic evolution. It suggests that the universe began with the Big Bang, went through a near-exponential inflation at early times, and has been expanding ever since. So, how does this new theory differ from the standard cosmological model? This new theory offers a mathematical model to show how merging with other smaller universes might expand our universe. By quantifying the rate of expansion, their calculations more closely align with observations of the universe than the standard cosmological model. And what about the early cosmological inflation? Does this theory offer any insights into that? Yes. The researchers suggest that the quick, rapid expansion of our universe after the Big Bang, known as early cosmological inflation, may have been caused by our young universe colliding with a larger universe. 
They propose that after this possible absorption, our now larger universe went on to collide with and absorb other baby universes. That's a fascinating theory. How has it been received in the scientific community? As with any new theory, it will need to undergo rigorous testing and peer review. However, the mathematical model provided by the researchers does offer a compelling alternative to the standard cosmological model. It's an exciting development in our understanding of the universe's expansion. From new theories about the expansion of our universe, thanks to our Simply Science reporter Michael, we now shift our focus to a series of recent scientific developments. German archaeologists have discovered evidence of Homo sapiens inhabiting an ancient cave over 47,000 years ago. A Chinese startup claims to have developed a nuclear battery that could power devices for half a century. Oleg Kononenko has set a new record for the most days spent by a human in space and the first human recipient of a computer chip in their brain by Elon Musk's Neuralink has been confirmed. Here to delve into these stories is our correspondent, James. Let's start with the archaeological find in Germany. Can you tell us more about that? Certainly, David. German archaeologists have made a significant discovery, unearthing evidence that Homo sapiens inhabited an ancient cave more than 47,000 years ago. This finding provides further insight into the migration and living patterns of early humans, and it's a significant contribution to our understanding of human history. That's fascinating. Now, moving on to the Chinese startup's claim about a nuclear battery. What can you tell us about that? This is indeed an intriguing development. The startup claims to have created a nuclear battery that could power devices for up to 50 years. If true, this could revolutionize the way we power our devices, from smartphones to electric cars. However, it's important to note that these claims are yet to be independently verified. That's a development to watch. Now let's talk about Oleg Kononenko's record in space. What's the significance of this achievement? Oleg Kononenko, a Russian cosmonaut, has indeed set a new record for the most days spent by a human in space. This is a testament to human endurance and the advances in space technology that make such long-term space travel possible. It's a remarkable achievement that pushes the boundaries of human exploration. Indeed, a remarkable achievement. Finally, let's discuss the first human recipient of a computer chip in their brain by Elon Musk's Neuralink. What are the implications of this? Elon Musk's company, Neuralink, has confirmed the first human recipient of a computer chip in their brain. This is a significant step in the field of neurotechnology. The potential applications range from treating neurological disorders to enhancing human cognition. However, it also raises ethical and safety questions that need to be carefully considered. A lot to ponder indeed. Thanks for those insights, James. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Science. We'll see you back here tomorrow.